1: El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Bueno, cuando se dice en familia, eso es lo que queremos decir. Con dos de nuestros amigos aquí del podcast de El Huddle, íconos en realidad de, de los medios aquí, no solamente en español, pero para todos nosotros que trabajamos aquí, Rolando Cantú y Miguel Goodwiz, ya lo conocen de, de, de el, el Sunday Night Football en español, de Telemundo, de, o sea, tenemos, aquí duramos el día entero con todos sus athletes.
2: Sí, ¿verdad? ¿Sí? O sea, lo cortito es Sunday Night Football, ¿no? <risa> ¿No? En, en, por Telemundo. Y a TMJ, qué gusto verte otra vez en Radio Row como gran tradición que tenemos ya sí, visitándote ya es este, en el Jaro y sobre todo en, en cada espacio que nos das este, como la invitación. Eh, estoy feliz de poder estar con mi compadre de nuevo
1: y bueno ahorita eh, más tarde en esta semana cambiamos no sí, yo, ustedes, sí, sí pero es verdad es una tradición ya yo siempre di- digo que esto es como una reunión entre nos sí. verdad entre nosotros que trabajamos este lado eh, bueno como miembros de, de, de los medios eh, en este en este juego que no encanta tanto pero Nosotros siempre con los fanáticos latinos, ¿verdad? Porque nosotros conocemos que sí ya el amor sí. y, y el conocimiento del juego es bastante grande en nuestros países. Y yo oh. sé que para ustedes en México ya se sabe. Ya los tres hemos ido a los juegos allá en las ciudades de México, en, en, en el Estadio Azteca que es algo legendario. Para ustedes ahora estar parte de Sunday Night Football, that's huge. ¿Cómo ha sido para ustedes?
3: Señor? La verdad es que así, antes que nada, gracias por tenerlos. Claro. Eh, es un orgullo estar aquí con dos íconos, ustedes sí son <ríe> dos íconos de, de, de la NFL. Eh, la verdad es que estamos muy contentos, ha sido un año fantástico. Estábamos claros que la NFL ha ido creciendo año con año, uh-huh. Uh-huh. pero creo que una de las tareas pendientes era penetrar más el mercado hispano. Claro. Y la verdad es que con los resultados que tuvimos en esta temporada en Sunday Night Football, que se incrementaron los ratings en un porcentaje importante, hemos terminado muy satisfechos y además entendiendo el hambre que hay claro. de la familia hispana por este uh-huh.
1: deporte. 100%. Para mí fue algo tan especial porque cuando voy a Miami y estoy con mis padres, obvio ellos hablan inglés, pero su, su lenguaje claro. es español. Entonces poder ver el juego transmitido en nuestro lenguaje que mi sí. papá no tiene que preguntar, ni mi mamá ya puede escuchar completamente todo lo que está pasando en el juego. Eso es algo que en realidad faltaba claro, para la comunidad Esa hispana. conexión, MJ, que uh-huh. tú dices,
2: o sea, Eh, aparte que nosotros también consumimos eh, el fútbol americano, la NFL en inglés, porque ¿En inglés? es nuestra, nuestra pasión, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Eh, pero tenemos la fortuna de, de ser los comentaristas en español y para para Telemundo y Sunday Night Football, dices tú, cuando ves esos casos de que, oye, mi, mi abuela o mi madre o mi tía uh-huh. que está media limitada con el, con el lenguaje… O sea, ahí se tornan las barreras, porque la NFL existe para todos. Para y todos, creo que sí. eso, eso es lo importante, ¿no? Qué, qué gran caso y qué bueno que nos comparte eso para... mandarle un saludo, verdad,
1: compadre? Por, sí. favor, por favor. A don porque... Fernando. Don Fernando sí. Acosta. Fernando Acosa, no, y él le encanta ver la transmisión y ustedes que ahora, él me llama y me dice oh, estoy escuchando a tus amigos y se pone tan emocionado porque eh, algo que resalta, ¿verdad? para sí. nosotros, cuando ya nos conocemos y para él ya son familia, ¿verdad? ya lo vio, él sabe que yo lo conozco, entonces para él, están en familia también cuando estén en Miami, vayan allá, comida dominicana ya está ah, okay. listo, bueno,
3: ya, gracias, listo sí. podemos agendar desde el lunes desde de ahora horas, por favor. Sí, sí, por y, favor. y
2: pasamos por mucho tiempo en Miami porque claro. llegamos temprano durante la semana para hacerle escauteo de la preparación de la transmisión entonces
3: tenemos tiempo tenemos desde ¿Hay, jueves? Tiempo, hay tiempo desde los
1: acostas siempre listo para una parranda y una comida y un pues, asado lo que sea eh, para nosotros aquí esta semana del Super Bowl es la cima no para sí, esto sí. es lo que esperamos la temporada bueno el año entero no solamente la temporada ustedes acaban de llegar y ahora bueno sigue el marathón <risa> Cómo es esta semana para ustedes con todo lo que tienen que hacer, no solamente para el trabajo, pero siempre hay cosas fuera de la transmisión que tenemos que hacer.
2: Sí, creo que es una semana diferente, Miguel y yo siempre estamos preparados, o sea, estamos acostumbrados a game day, ¿no? Uh-huh. Para nosotros entonces el locking, el, el escauteo. Sí. tenemos múltiples conversaciones uh-huh. durante toda la semana, <risa> no nada más Miguel y yo, este Víctor me acuerdo, es que es nuestro productor en, en Sunday Night este y siempre hay esa comunicación cuando no tienes la presión de de estar en el juego. O sea, no no tenemos los derechos este año, pero estamos transmitiendo como como tú y como muchos medios que están aquí en Radio Row. Eh, Yo creo que vienes con un un feeling diferente eh, en cuestión de de comunicarle a la gente lo que está pasando, que es la pasión de la NFL, que es también eh, lo que pasa durante la semana. Este es un evento muy importante. Claro. Tenemos años eh, saludándonos aquí en Radio y año tras año lo ves crecer y dices tú, uh-huh. ok, ya no nada más hay medios de Estados Unidos, ni medios latinos, hay medios internacionales que se toman la tarea de viajar hasta Las Vegas, uh-huh. la sede Super Bowl 58 y decir, ok, ahora, ahora sí esto va, va mundialmente. Creo yo que para nosotros, como atacamos en, en mi, en mi, por mi parte, creo que Este, hay que estar listos para que cual, todas las entrevistas es, es este, una tras otra no, back to back como dicen back back. Eh, y, es, y es padre ¿por qué? porque no nada más hablamos en nuestro idioma sino también tenemos la fortuna de, de hablar inglés uh-huh. y ahí es donde eh, la gente que, que sabe de Sonia de Fútbol en Telemundo ahora tienen la oportunidad de hablar con esos medios en, en, en inglés. Sí.
1: Vamos a hacer el switch up aquí, como okay. lo digo yo, porque muchas personas, por ejemplo, cuando yo comencé a trabajar en San Diego y transmitía para Telemundo también, y muchos de nuestros televidentes estaban en Tijuana, Entonces era solamente claro. en español, pero muchas personas estaban, bueno, no podían creer que yo hablaba español claro, y que era mi sí. primer lenguaje y mm-hmm. entonces que yo cambiaba inmediatamente a hacerlo en English for NBC. Sí. Pero los latinos hacemos todo. Qué padre. <laughs> Qué bendición. So vamos a hacer el switch up aquí and we'll talk a little bit in English about vamos. the growth of the international game because this year are we going to re are we going to uh, Sao Paulo?
2: Brazil, Brazil,
3: yeah, so.
1: Let's go to Brazil. Yeah, but go. like we've seen it in Mexico, now it's Brazil. Yeah, Spain yeah. is in the works. I mean, it's mm-hmm. huge. It's huge for the game of NFL. It's
3: expanding a lot. Yeah. I think everybody understood that this is a global game. Yep. And it, it needs to, you know, to make the process mm-hmm. to make it global. Mm-hmm. But there's a uh, energy all around the the planet yeah. for the NFL. No question. And 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 that's huge because yeah. it. We we can't forget it, it. It's a local sport, yep. But but it's growing a lot, and now Brazil. It, it's another step on on the way. I think Spain is gonna get it.
1: I think so too. Yeah, I so. think so too. They love it over there for sure. Yeah. And to your point, you've covered World Cup, Women's World Cup, Olympics. I mean, everything in between. So you, more than anyone, really understand the pulse of the sports fans internationally. And yeah. they know about us. They understand what oh, we're yeah. playing. And places like Australia have and if, yeah. a place that has Aussie rules. And rugby, yes. Also play NFL football. I mean, it, it's incredible. And you came through an international pathway to yes. the NFL, uh, Rolando. So you know exactly how that works.
2: It, it, it's it's the it's a future of, yeah. of our league. It's yeah. a future of the NFL. And I think uh, with the league getting right directly involved in these communities, it, it yeah. really amplifies the commitment mm-hmm. that that the NFL has with with their efforts uh, abroad you know, right. uh, and on two different countries uh i had a quick story in 2013 i went to brazil for, with the Cardinals, wow. a, and we did a we did a, a market study down there with uh corinthian steamrollers wow and i was able to go to uh, minas gerais which was their their hub of um of their games and it was a tournament game these guys played three games four games in two days i mean it the was nfl that, football games it, it, no wow. it, it was it was American football games, but these guys—I mean, Brazil's a very fit culture. Yes, and they—they, they, you see them, and it's like, oh my God, that—that that, that could be like a Ray Lewis. That could right, be, right, the, right, the, right, That could be like a linebacker yeah. in the NFL. And it, this was—they started playing in 08, I believe, for uh, formally, and in '13 they already had about 180 teams organized, and they would meet up in these areas, in these in these uh, hubs, and they would play back-to-back games, and then wow. they would just go, Miguel. And what brought my attention is. There wasn't really a, a stadium, but there was four, five thousand people looking at and like watching these games, popping flares and chanting, <laughs> you know, soccer chants. Because yes. the Corinthians the and the Corinthians steamrollers, they wore the same colors in the uniforms. And that was like the attraction. They were in it. They were in it from the get go. And I was fortunate enough to, to spend eight, nine days with the Corinthians steamrollers and they still have their team down there. And so I, as soon as the the news broke out, they reached out and I said, Hopefully we'll we have a chance to maybe visit you not. guys.
3: You know what? Do we, we don't as an Hispanic, as Latinos, yeah. we don't need a big stadium right? to we enjoy don't. the game. Mm-hmm. That, that's what Raleigh says, 100%. right? 100%. 4,000, you'd have the stadium. So what? We enjoy right. the game.
1: Right. right? And all 4,000 will show up and sell it out. And yeah. be I will
3: tell
2: you this, MJ. That field was about 120 yards oh my, mm, length. Nope. <laughs> the <laughs> no, grass was no. maybe about six <laughs> yeah. inches deep. I mean, it was a mud bowl. <laughs> different uh, but, conditions, yes, for sure. Different conditions, but the passion is there. And I'm really glad that, that the Brazil raised their hand and the NFL yeah. took took notice and and sao paulo is a great city yeah uh, and i'm sure the fans that are there and the fans that will be traveling to this game yeah will definitely have a great experience
1: we were talking with um cairo santos of, of course. course and so i was asking well who what are the teams that are like popular there and he's like you know i think people really like the packers and i was like the pa- okay packers. interesting choice and he's like well because green and yellow very oh, yeah. similar yeah. to the Better Brazilian Mariela, flag. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I know so, there's a big dolphins uh, fan yes, base over yes. there. Because mm-hmm. there's a
1: huge Brazilian population in yeah. South Florida. So that makes sense. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I wonder if it'll be the dolphins. I'm sure that they would love. Yeah,
3: of course.
2: But that's
1: a long flight.
2: It is. That's oh, it a is. long I remember, you know, I think from Dallas, I, I took my layover. Um, and it was like nine, about 10, 10 yeah, hours. Yeah, 9, 10 hours. It, it, after a layover. After.
1: Woof. Jet lag, compression socks, we'll be fine. Yeah. It's going to be fine. No, it's, it, it's
2: worth it. Yeah, petition
1: right now, petition for the three of us to have a special in Brazil. Please. Fala un pequeno. So I'm, I'm practicing, but I feel like because we're a little Spanish, yeah, and we already right. speak at least two. Do you speak more than two languages?
3: No, but, but okay. you know what? You just need to learn caipirinha. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs>
1: and that's the first word you need. To, yeah, and Kipirinha. we're good to go. Is there anything you guys are really looking forward to um, in, in this Super Bowl week outside of the game? Because I think the game itself is going to be yeah. insane. And we'll talk about that in one second. Um, but just being here in Las Vegas, this is being here in Las Vegas for a Super Bowl has already been eventful. And we're only three days in.
3: I always say uh, the same thing. It's a dream come true. Yeah, any Super Bowl, any Olympic Games, World Cup—it's a dream come true. You you never, uh, you always dreamed about it, and every time you get to the to the event, you pinch yourself, and it's and it's awesome to be here. I think, you know, Vegas is hot. It is more than ever. They have basketball. No, they're champions. Champions in the NFL and in the NHL. They're going to have baseball, so it's a city. It's it's hot right now.
1: Hockey is huge here with the Golden Knights. champions. Right. All they do so far, all they've done is win in Vegas. All right, let's talk about the matchup before I let you guys go because all of us remember in Miami. Yes. Same matchup, same two teams. I remember, though, going to the losing locker room and having to talk to the 49ers players after that gut-wrenching loss because they were up, as you remember, for most of that game. So I feel like not only the guys who are still there, the Kittles, the Juice Checks, the guys, um, Armstead, who have been there for so long, um, really want it. And they remember that day so vividly. Um, so I think for the Niners, it's about redemption, not revenge, okay. in my opinion. But I, there's I don't know what deal Patrick Mahomes made. <laughs> for his superpowers, because he's it's just he's yeah. different. Yeah, he's different,
2: and you know, you know, he's got it. I mean, yeah, every year, you know, they, they didn't start off on the right foot, they got beat by the right. Lions. Everybody's like, That's it, turn the table. No, but no, yeah. once, once for me, and and I'm very when when we get when we get a primetime game on Sunday night football with with the Chiefs, uh, and Miguel and I talked about it it's it's the defense it's mm-hmm. what Spagnolo has done with yep. this defense and, and the veterans they have they play fast they play aggressive yep. they play from side to side and, and they just they do, just don't miss tackle sometimes 100%. they're disciplined and I think when you have a defense like that that's carried you most of the way because you know this defense hasn't I think they, they haven't allowed uh, a 30 point game it's wild and when yeah. you have that that means that you know what you're doing on the yeah. field they're consistent and, and they credit, can pick
1: offenses apart.
2: Uh, exactly consistency, and I think that this year that that has shown up on tape for for the for the Chiefs. And and as long as you have Patrick Mahomes, you know, semi healthy, because that guy was gonna play through anything. Uh, and he played and,
1: on one leg last year. He did. Yeah.
2: He did. And you always have a shot. They they have so much experience Miguel, that. I, that I think you know, for for them just being here and, and knowing the logistics of the week and going through the meetings yep. and the whole commitments they have with the media. It's something that, that
3: you know that it's going to take a toll on, on, yeah. on the other team. Yeah. yeah, I think the key word here is experience. And you have it all with Patrick Mahomes, and you have it on, on the Niners' yeah. Yeah, side. So they have a great defense, and they they have Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Travis yeah. Kelsey. Yeah. So when Tom Brady was playing, you always said, Never bet against Tom Brady. Never, and I think we we can say the same thing right now with with Patrick Mahomes. I agree.
1: I think it would be a crazy twist of fate. I mean, the the Niners have to play a perfect game, yeah, and then some, and then some, and then some. And it's not taking away from them at all because the entire season I felt like they were poised to be at the Super Bowl, no question. But this will be the biggest task for them on the season. I'm excited to see how they rise to the occasion. Thank you both. Gracias por Gracias. estar aquí conmigo. Nos vemos luego esta esta semana, for sure. Siempre un honor estar con ustedes. Al thank you, my friend. Al
2: contrario, MJ, Thank you. Gracias.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: Okay, give a huge El Haro podcast to our next guest, the one and only Buccaneers running back, Rashad White, fresh off the jet fresh off the plane fresh right off. to vegas right fresh to radio off. row and that's been the story of the day everybody's getting in today yes. how has the energy been for you since getting here
4: uh energy's been good great getting here uh honestly too and i slept the whole flight so you never complain <laughs> man a good five hour nap right is that considered a nap or what is that
1: no i think that's sleep i think anything more than four anything less than four hours is a nap yeah i think i'm making that up but i i think so wait so are you an immediate like sit down on the plane? You're out. Yes, I cannot like before it take
4: off Yes, I'm definitely before, before takeoff. Take off. Yes, yes. So you're
1: not watching the exits. No, over here. none no. of that.
4: Window down for a minute and don't get up until in the air. No. Yeah.
1: Okay. Are you? Here's my pet peeve on early, especially early morning flights. There's always one person. 7 a.m. flight. They have the window shade up.
4: Oh no no. Sun's I, beaming
1: in. Yeah. We're trying to sleep. We're trying to nap and they're interrupting the whole circadian rhythm that drives me crazy do you have a travel pet peeve uh
4: I, biggest thing is just space i don't like you don't I mean, have yes. you know yes. if obviously like when you're not flying if you fly first or whatever if you don't like everybody still fly economy to here and there but like just don't have your legs all open like Rude. that like you know right. like come on man like it's, it's only a certain amount of space so just protect mine and i'm gonna protect That's yours it. but for me i always like I really try to get the owl seat i need the owl though if i don't sit Same. yeah i need the owl, or i need emergency yes i will help anybody off the plane if that time comes i think i believe i, I tell them you yes would. all the time but i
1: think you would <laughs> shift into gear without without thinking of it twice for sure but you're right people are just not self-aware anymore and they don't care um now that we've covered all the travel um i love that you're here with big brothers big sisters that is huge because you're an alumni of yes. the organization and now you're an ambassador so a huge full circle moment for yes. you. Uh what are you doing with them here at Super Bowl
4: week? Uh honestly, um, just uh hanging around. It's a, a little and stuff like that. So just hanging around a little, uh, that they got that's that's with me and things like that. I say that's the biggest thing and then just uh, just hanging with them. Uh There's so a lot of people in the organization that like me a lot, that respect me, and I respect yeah. them and like the organization a lot. Like I said, I'm a little alumni. I still <laughs> got my big with me to this day. I'm wow. 25 years old. We met when I was eight. Uh, he's huge. He's somewhere around here. He might have took the picture of you. Actually, oh, that your big? yeah, that okay, was my that big. Somebody so taking behind yeah, the scenes. Yes, that was yes, my guys. big. So yeah, and oh. so it was great.
1: So you have had this lifelong not just a mentor but basically like another quite literally a big brother yeah for
4: literally that's basically has been like just another added on big brother to my three older brothers that i already have wow. and so it's been amazing um just the things uh like you know just see how my mom would be when like if she wasn't getting to me growing up uh because he had ended up moving from kansas city to chicago mm. um so my mom would like if i got in trouble or something and she couldn't get through to me she would call him yeah and, He'd just be a big brother, give me the, the talk and yeah. things like that. So it was great. It's Which, by the great. way,
1: that's just adolescence, right? right. Like that, just growing up. What what are some of the biggest things that you you still carry with you from when you were a little? Uh, well, I guess you, technically, you still are, right? Because you yeah. have still your big brother with you.
4: For sure, uh, I say the biggest thing is just uh, the respect factor. I mean, my mom raised me that mm. way, but just treating people how they how they how you would want to be treated is a yeah. big thing of mine. And. Um, just bringing energy um having good um good vibes and things like that so i I would say my my big did a good job of that of with my whole family and things because he would come to like cookouts and all that like he was really ingrained uh, in me and ingrained and in tune with what my family had going on so i say the biggest thing so that's why i carry obviously my daughter and things like that and and how i maneuver and how i move so the biggest thing for me and i like to be out in the community so i do a lot of things in Tampa with big brothers big sister with a bunch of kids and we just have fun man and i just try to bring great energy to the
1: what a beautiful experience for the little who's gonna be with you this week in Super Bowl week. Yeah. What kind of stuff are you hoping that they get to experience?
4: Uh, just a different type, just um, a different type of of kind of kinda like a lifestyle and yeah, uh, just just a different experience of seeing what someone go through, uh, go through and um, you know, just kind of them yeah. walking in someone else's shoes mm-hmm. and just being a part of that and and things yeah. like that and also just shining a light on them, um, um, and. Just bringing, like I said, a, a yeah. smile to their face. Just bringing energy and, and that impact on their life that I can. They can always say, like, I remember Rashad White in um, that day I had with them, and that I week, that. in a couple of days.
1: I was talking to somebody earlier about how when we're when you're in it for so long, like being around the game of football and being around the NFL, and certainly as a player, we almost become desensitized to how special it is, yeah. how unique it is. That most people will never experience right. this experience, and now you got to bring um this young person with you along with like that's that's huge that's like <laughs> click core memory type yeah. of
4: stuff that's yeah awesome. yeah I know exactly what you said I, I think it's different I always talk to my uh friend He like my best friend grew up together type deal um and we always talk about it a lot. i would be like it's weird though bro because he'd be like he'd think I'm so poised and he think I just Which don't you are. understand <laughs> the, the moment that I'm in and I'd be like I really don't like you know yeah. I, I feel like I'm one of them guys that I just enjoy everything. Uh, I've been through a long journey. Yeah. Uh, I've had mentors in my life, great people, my god pops, my family, my mom, obviously that, and things like that to help me come along to where I am at today. So for me, it's just big on, like, I'm just big on being humble, yeah. uh, but b- big on understanding and having confidence and believing who I am. And So I like to install that into, like, people that just come around me and just belief, man. The, the belief in, in, in yourself is the hugest thing in the oh world. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, it don't matter what yeah. nobody say to me, like, I believe in myself. I believe in who I am. And if kind of like I tell people all the time, if you don't like me, who I am, then we just not supposed to coincide. Right, like we're it. just not supposed to, you know, and it's okay. Like it's mm-hmm. fine. You know, I don't, there's no rude way or rude way to put it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, I understand what's for me in life and what's not for me.
1: That's such an amazing mentality because I think now, especially with social media, it's hard for people to be, and I'm referencing Cat Williams, who I know is a little problematic at the moment, <laughs> but he like his comedy special from years and years ago, like be in tune yes. with your own star player. And I still carry that. It's a joke that he was making, but it's true. It's called self esteem for a reason. But I think now so many people play the comparison game, right? right? Oh, they got this. I didn't get this. And we're only seeing the highlight reel, right? We're not seeing all of the other layers. How have you been able to stay true to that?
4: Uh, just just understanding and obviously like my camp, my circle and the people that I've been around. Mm, and like I said, like I think the biggest thing and a lot of people think age is maturity. I don't think I think yeah. journey and what you've been through yep. in life is, yep. is what how, how maturity, how yeah. mature you are no and how you handle certain situations mm-hmm. is how you show how mature you are. So I, I'll say like the biggest thing for me is just just being grateful mm-hmm. you know god is good at the end of the day like you know uh, we all come a long way we all in whatever job it could be the security out there he puts right. in a lot of work to yep, yep, do yep. what he needs to do so i say that's the biggest thing is just being grateful just being being um uh, just understanding the magnitude of the moment and don't let it just and and being like you said into more reality another another mm-hmm. another uh like a Another saying I like to say is just how, like, just being real real, and be real authentic with people and and giving them the real everything. I think real is rare nowadays for sure.
1: Real is rare. That's a hashtag, because for real, real is rare. Ah, that, there's so many layers to that that we probably don't have enough time to go into <laughs> on okay, the yeah. podcast. But earlier we were chatting about what you wanted to pursue because you were already thinking, we all know that there is, you know, it's a finite time that you get to, yes. to live out this dream in the right. NFL. And you were already thinking ahead even as a younger man going into college. You studied communication, so I feel like you're right at home. Who, me? Yeah, I'm right very comfortable. Right behind the
4: mic. Yeah, I'm for sure. And y'all made it very comfortable. Cozy up here. We, Tell I feel me these like we're in the chairs. You're like
1: the fifth person who has talked about the chairs. Shout oh out God. to,
4: uh, I heart team who put this together because shout out, shout out period. period I want I this because, in my house <laughs> oh, I could just sit here all day right no <laughs> nah, but like for real shout out though man. it's much love and yeah um, I just thought I, I had a knack Um my, my family always told me growing up people that have been around me a certain energy about me yeah. regardless of what it was that I could just kind of probably be in front of the camera or like yeah. I was just natural in certain things or, or just talking I was always very outgoing as a kid so um I just thought in life how I look at it is I, I try to tell people like to do what you enjoy doing, like do what makes you happy. Do mm-hmm. what you think you, you know, do what you know you have fun at and what you want to do, what you love. And uh for me, just when football's all said and done, what I enjoy, like talking on camera, whatever it is, commentating yeah. the game or broadcasting or having an own podcast or whatever, be on iHeart. Hey, <laughs> okay, listen, nah. the man <laughs> is you already knows shoot your shot.
1: Call this the demo reel, right? Yeah, be on well, iHeart. Yes,
4: yeah, be on iHeart hosting, I love that. So
1: <laughs> fantastic. Rashad. thank you so much for Coming through, we appreciate you. I can't wait to see what you do with your little. It's such a beautiful experience for both of you. So excited for what's ahead for you in the future. I know so much more is to come. Thank you,
4: guys. I'm so blessed. Truly grateful for you guys having me on. Appreciate you so much.